Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair, and it's good to be with you once again on a new episode of the show. I have another exciting guest for you today. I've had a lot of really just fun interviews talking about things that I think need to see a little bit more light uh, out there, and today is no exception to that. We're going to talk about a couple of some some of my favorite things, some of my favorite things that I like to uh, discuss one-on-one with uh, clients of mine at Vitality, but that I probably haven't spent that much time talking about here on Vitality Radio. So I'm excited to talk to you about some options uh, that uh, I think you need to know about and uh, with a wonderful guest. But before I get into that, I want to let you know that Vitality Radio is always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful. If you are nearby, we would love to see your smiling face inside our shop. But if you're not, you can always give us a call if you have questions at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. And of course, you can jump online at vitalitynutrition.com. So let's talk about these things. Antioxidants, uh, that's a that's a word that gets thrown around a lot. Uh, we talk about antioxidants a lot. We talk about uh, anti-aging things. We talk a lot about um, the things that kind of break our bodies down over time, inflammation and this type of thing. And we're going to discuss a couple of amazing ingredients that I think you need to know about in those areas. I've got a guest who's on Vitality Radio for the second time. Her name is Cheryl Myers, and she is the Chief of Scientific Affairs for Europharma, uh, which is a healthcare uh, or and is a healthcare professional with certifications in cancer, pain control, and issues of aging. She's an expert in dietary supplements, and I can certainly vouch for that. Although Cheryl's only been on the show once before, I've heard her speak many times, and every time it is enthralling. And uh, I always come away smarter than I was when I walked in the door, and I hope that you will find the same for you today. Cheryl, welcome back to Vitality Radio. Well, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I'm, I'm excited to have you. As I said, uh, rolling this out today, these things that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about something called OPCs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious, actually, how many people, when I say OPCs, uh, listening, even know what that means. So we'll talk about what that means and where they come from and uh, even maybe uh, different varieties of these things. And we're going to talk about something called Boswellia. Uh, Boswellia is, of course, uh, very well known in Ayurvedic medicine. And I think a lot of people have heard of it, but I'm not sure how many people know a whole lot about it. So those are going to be the two things we're going to discuss today. And I'm really excited to talk about them. I have had, Cheryl, about six or seven people in the Vitality Radio listeners community recently ask me to do more 
shows on antioxidants, which is why I decided we better talk about OPCs today. So can you tell us what an OPC is? <laughs> well, get ready because that's a long name. <laughs> OPC stands for oligomeric proanthocyanidin, OPC. Those are polyphenols. Now, polyphenols are compounds that we find in food. I'm, I'm a big fan of polyphenols and you should be too, because researchers call polyphenols life span essentials. You know, they are the third most important group of nutrients after our um, macronutrients like protein, fats, and carbohydrates. And then next comes our essential vitamins and minerals. The next group are called polyphenols. These are plant compounds that give us enormous health benefits. So you will not suffer necessarily a deficiency syndrome, but it's impossible to live a long and healthy life without a huge spectrum of polyphenols coming your way. Now, even though there's over a thousand different kinds of polyphenols that vary by the type of plant, some of them are just more powerful than others. And one of, one of them that's at the top of the pyramid are the polyphenols we find in grape seeds. Now, we don't usually eat grape seeds, but uh, you know, grapes themselves have some medicinal powers and they have been used for thousands of years for any certain kinds of botanical medicine. So we all know a little bit about grapes, but the grape seed has these specialized polyphenols called OPCs, those oligomeric proanthocyanidins. And they are truly amazing and powerful. They are a super potent antioxidant. So when we talk about oxidative stress, and by the way, oxidative stress is something that damages our DNA. So inside each of our cells, there's a little blueprint so that the cell can replace itself when the cell's life is over. So imagine that you are an architect and you've got this fantastic blueprint, you put it on the coffee table and someone spills a pineapple milkshake on it and it's just a mess and you're still trying to build the house anyway. You might make some mistakes, right? Because some of the lines might get blurred or they might get a little bit fuzzy. Well, that's what happened when we have oxidative stress. It messes up the blueprint inside of our cells. And so when it's time to make the next cell, it's not quite as perfect as the original. Worst case scenario, the DNA is damaged so much it becomes a cancer cell. We damage it so much that the cell does not know when to stop growing. So it's important to make sure that you have a wide variety of antioxidants on board every single day to help protect us from oxidative stress. The other thing is that oxidative stress, there's different tools for the different types of oxidative stress. So as you know, vitamin C, for example, is a great antioxidant. So why don't we just all megadose on vitamin C every day and we have no more problems, right? Uh, we can't do that because not all types of oxidative stress are addressed by vitamin C. That's why nutritionists always tell you to eat all the colors of the rainbow is because you get different antioxidants and different colors of fruits and vegetables. And we need to have that variety. Now, one way that oxidative stress is measured is called the ORAC value, oxygen radical absorbance capacity. The FDA has published some results of ORAC testing on a variety of foods, and it measures it per 100 grams. So for example, 100 grams of blueberries is around 8,000 ORAC. Uh, dark chocolate powder is closer to 40,000 ORAC. Uh, when you look at our clinical OPC grapeseed extract, that ORAC value is about 2.1 million per 100 grams. So mm. you can just see that it's extraordinarily powerful at arresting on oxidative stress 
And when you stop oxidative stress, you stop oxidative damage. Now, what are some of the other systems in our body that oxidative stress damages? Well, we already talked about the cells themselves and about how that can uh, send us into a situation where we're, our cells become cancer cells instead of healthy, normal cells. Oxidative stress also damages the linings of your blood vessels. We have different kinds of stressors that can damage the lining of our blood vessels. And then our body tries to compensate by putting plaque down like a Band-Aid. And then your coronary arteries get narrower and narrower. Your circulation gets worse. Your heart has to work harder. Your blood pressure goes up because your heart has to pump so much to get the blood everywhere in your body where it's needed. So when we talk about taking care of oxidative stress, it's not just about cancer prevention. Uh, it's also about cardiovascular health. And when we look at brain diseases, when we look at Parkinson's disease, when we look at Alzheimer's disease, when we look at major depressive disorder, which is, even though people consider it a mental health disorder, it's a brain disease. We see higher than normal levels of oxidative stress that's causing oxidative damage in the brain that is contributing to the progression of these diseases. So making sure that you have really solid antioxidants on board, when you have some compounds that have been clinically investigated and found to play a role in brain health, heart health, cellular health, liver health, the list goes on and on. That is something that is a really valuable tool to keep in your toolbox for whatever problem you may need. So with our particular product that is an OPC product, it's called Clinical OPC. Uh, and it is the, it's a standardized to more than 80% of the OPCs from grape seeds. So that's the good guys and you want lots of them. However, it turns out that OPCs come in all different sizes. So when I'm talking to patients or when I'm talking to consumers, I say, imagine that OPCs are dogs. A dog is a dog, right? But some dogs are really big, like your Great Danes, and some dogs are little tiny dogs, like your Chihuahuas. If you're standing in your kitchen and you're calling the dog, no way can that Great Dane squeeze through that doggy door. So the dog's going to be trapped on the outside and can't come in. But if you are calling the Chihuahuas, a whole herd of Chihuahuas can come running through that doggy door because they're small enough to squeeze inside. So what I half-jokingly say, the difference with the kinds of OPCs we use is ours is a 100% Chihuahua product. Every single OPC is small enough to squeeze through the doggy door. It's small enough to be absorbed. And I'm not aware of anybody else who's doing that level of investigation to ensure that every OPC that's in the product is 100% absorbable. And that's where I think the biggest difference may lie is that sometimes it doesn't matter what you take. What really matters is what you absorb. Right. So let me ask you a question then, because I know people are going to be wondering this. Um, we've heard of grapeseed extract, of course, which we're talking about right now. We've heard of uh, some people have heard of OPCs. Uh, we've also heard the first time I ever heard the term OPC was related to pine bark extract. Uh, and then now we also talk a lot about um, I, I see in some formulas grape skin extract. I also see resveratrol is, is, has become a really, really big uh, word out there. Uh, compare and contrast kind of some of these different options that are sort of related to what we're talking about and, and why one might be better for for someone than another. Right. Well, I like everything having to do with grapes, and that includes a good Cabernet from California. So <laughs> I, love, I love the medicinal properties of grapes as well. And you are absolutely right. There are 
valuable medicinal compounds in the skin and in the pulp of the grape. And you mentioned one, resveratrol, which is an excellent, excellent product. It's not the same as oligomeric proanthocyanidins. They're not in the same family. They don't do the same kind of job in your body. So when you look at the grape, the only place where you're going to find the OPCs is in the grape seed. So if you're looking for that super potent antioxidant that has clinical studies on everything from blood pressure uh, to liver health to brain issues, when you when you go through all of that gamut, uh, you're going to look for the OPCs. That's more specific. Now, it is true that there are OPCs in more than one source. So even though the grape skin and the grape pulp have nothing really to do with the grape seed, they're, they're different products entirely. There are two other botanical sources where you can find OPCs. One of the, the original researcher that did this wonderful work on investigating why OPCs are so incredibly valuable and why they have such far-reaching health benefits in the human body was named Dr. Jacques Mescalier. And Dr. Jacques originally worked with pine bark. It was a special kind of maritime pine bark in France that he was working with. And he found he isolated these compounds called OPCs. But the problem with getting it from pine bark is that it's not the best and most quickly renewed resource. You can grow grapes in a season. It's hard to grow a tree in a season. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't quite as um, renewable as the grape seed. And yet the grape seed also included some excellent OPCs that are almost the same as what's in pine bark. They're the same OPCs, but they're in slightly different ratios. There's a third place that Dr. Mascalier found OPCs, and those are uh, the large OPCs that are in peanut skin. So, you know, when mm. you crack a peanut open and it has that little red papery skin over the little legume that's nestled mm -hmm. inside, mm -hmm. well, those red peanut skins also have OPCs, although they tend to be in the larger range, so they're not very absorbable. So this is one of the issues that we deal with when we're trying to put together a product that gives people what they expect and is incredibly safe and has very high potency. You have to make sure that what you've got are OPCs from grape seeds. And there are some issues where we've seen adulteration, where people are using red peanut skins to boost the OPC value of their grapeseed extract without revealing that they have peanut sources within the product, which I think is criminal because mm. there's so many people that really struggle with peanut allergies. Right. So with our product, what we do is um, when we look at our, our grapeseed extract, in order to determine if there's any red peanut skins in it, you have to do a separate level of testing that looks specifically for peanut traces. And that's not commonly done because it's an over and above. So when we get our product, yes, we analyze to make sure it meets our standardization for OPCs. We do um, what we call plate counts, which are bacteria, yeast, fungi, mold. We do heavy metals. We do all the things you're supposed to do. Then we do one more test. And that one more test is looking for the presence of any kind of adulterant, especially peanut skins. That's why we have uh, a notation on every single one of our, our clinical OPC products that it's verified to be grapeseed extract, that it is not adulterated. Excellent. And so with grapeseed, uh, well, OPCs generally, because we used to uh, talk about this with pine bark back in the day when they're prior to when grapeseed uh, became something that was available on the market. 
they they often talked about kind of a loading phase where you do the first couple of weeks or a month at a higher dose to try and get uh, built up a little quicker. Is that something you still recommend? You can do that. You can do that with most botanicals. Uh, some people are, well, of course, why would you buy a botanical and not be eager to see some results, right? Right. So some people do believe that they get results a little bit faster if they boost the dose for a couple of days or a week prior to, but it isn't absolutely necessary. The clinical studies that have been done on um, the OPCs and grapeseed extract, for example, on helping with healthy blood pressure, helping to reduce blood pressure, um, those were done on 300 milligrams a day, every day for a month. And then there was no loading dose and no tapering off dose and, okay. and you see consistent benefits. So if you want to, you know, take a little bit extra for a couple of days, absolutely go for it. But it's just not, it's not necessary. Right. Not in this instance anyway. And then you do also have a couple of different potencies available. Um, and why is that? Who would want the higher potency 400 milligram versus the, I think it's 150, 300 and 400. Is that right? The, yes. the three options. Yeah. So we're, we're always about right sizing our products to try to give people options so that they can choose the product that's going to work best for them. I think that there's a handful of products out there that are, that I would recommend to just about anybody that ever crossed my path because they are so powerful in what they do. And one of those is grapeseed extract. The OPCs and grapeseed extract, the low molecular weight, the, the chihuahua-sized OPCs, mm -hmm. uh, those are so potent at preventing oxidative stress and oxidative damage. Uh, they are also anti-inflammatory, and they also improve liver function. When you look at every chronic disease in America, and when you look at, the, at, at aging itself, there's three big prongs. You've got your chronic oxidative stress, chronic inflammation, chronic exposure to toxins, either because you're in a really toxic environment or because your liver is sluggish and cannot keep up with toxin removal. Grapeseed extract touches every one of those prongs. So for individuals that are looking for uh, building a protocol so that they're still tap dancing when they're 99 years old or mountain biking at 101 or whatever their choice may be, I would go with the lower dose, the 150, because you're not necessarily trying to address something that's ongoing. You're getting the super potent antioxidant on board to help you with a really powerful healthy aging protocol. For individuals that want cardiovascular support, as I said, for example, the studies on blood pressure and grapeseed extract were done at 300 milligrams a day. So we usually recommend our 300 milligram for those individuals that are looking for healthy cardiovascular support. When individuals are trying to replicate studies that have been done, for example, there have been some studies done on grapeseed extract for cancer or grapeseed extract uh, for neurological problems, those people tend to use higher dosages. And so we have a soft gel delivery system that's 400 milligrams because some of those studies have used doses up to 1200 milligrams a day. So it's, it's easier with the higher dosage. If you are working with your doctor or if you're trying to follow a clinical study to try to replicate those results to approximate that dosage value. Okay, excellent. All right. And so with the, 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 I think the last thing I want to hit on this so that we can move on to Boswellia is what you said about inflammation and liver function. I think those are both pretty interesting. I was actually going to ask you about inflammation anyway, uh, because, you know, we talk all the time, or at least I talk all the time on Vitality Radio about something like 85% of 
disease in America being inflammatory, you know, disease, including things, heart disease, the number one mm -hmm. killer, cancers and diabetes and Alzheimer's and all these things that people are, are dealing with now. And, and it seemed to be uh, very at much at kind of epidemic type uh, levels right now. Things are are escalating in a lot of these areas um, with. But w I'll always remember well, I'm trying to think. I'm 50 now, Cheryl, which is uh, hard to believe. But I remember when grapeseed and uh, and pine bark first came out on the market. I don't even know, 25, 30 years ago or something like that when mm -hmm. they were first hitting. Um, and the thing that everybody was using it for back then, the OPCs, were, was actually arthritis. We had all these people coming in with arthritis saying, oh, my gosh, my knees feel so much better on this stuff. My hips feel so much better on this stuff. And and I didn't understand what it was very well back then. We're talking pre-internet times, you know, mm -hmm. uh, trying to understand what the heck... <laughs> <laughs> how these things were working and, and researching them and things like that. And thankfully we had, you know, some books out there and some magazine articles and things like that, that we could read, read up on. But even back then I recall that, you know, the word antioxidant was kind of a new word, right? We were just starting to talk about that. And so I wanted to ask you about the inflammation thing. And I'm glad you mentioned it because I remember those were the first people that were reporting results to us saying, hey, this stuff really works. Mm -hmm. And then another thing I want to share with my listeners that I think is really important because, you know, I get a lot of people on here that represent a company. You're with Europharma, Terry Naturally, which by the way, whether you are here or not, I tell people this all the time, one of my favorite brands and one of my most trusted brands, because I know that you're not cutting corners on these things, like unfortunately many brands do. And, but I will always remember being basically just confused, befuddled as to what was going on when we used to have these great results with the grapeseed extracts that we had. And then we started seeing the grapeseed extract prices come down a lot. Like they were half the price that they were last year and half the price that they were the year before that or, or the, the next year. And it just kept getting less expensive, which was great because they thought, oh, OK, excellent supply and demand. We got this thing covered. More people can afford to take this stuff. But then we started getting less and less results, less and less people coming in say that, saying this stuff is working. And I was actually talking to Terry uh, on Vitality Radio years ago about this, and he said that that would line up with when people started basically putting less quality into the product. A lot of stuff started coming out of China uh, and the OPC size. We had big dogs like you were talking about. Um, have you seen that since the OPCs, since, since you've been focusing on these small uh, molecular weight uh, compounds that you're using and high purity that the results people are achieving are more like what we used to see 25, 30 years ago. Absolutely, and you hit the nail right on the head. Grapeseed extract was a victim of its success, and it was one of the early successes in the health food industry. And it was one of those superstars that just shone with all of its brightness. And there mm -hmm. were studies on so many things. There was heart studies, there was um, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder studies, other kinds of brain studies. All this clinical work was being done on this wonderful new compound, grapeseed extract, that was rich in these OPCs. So we saw all this research, and but it was quite expensive. Well, the problem is that people wanted to jump on the gravy train, and so they started to try to make grapeseed extract 
cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. And then absorption just goes out the window. So remember when I said it doesn't really matter what you take, it matters what you absorb. They drove the original clinically studied grapeseed extracts that were on the market out of business because why pay $40 when you could pay $9.99? When Terry wanted to do a grapeseed formula, grapeseed extract formula that had very high levels of OPCs, he talked to a lot of vendors. Those are the people that sell you the raw materials. And I'll never forget this one vendor who came to us and his pitch was that his grapeseed extract was so popular that over 60%, 6-0, of products on the market in the U.S. used his grapeseed extract. And it was it's from China, but I don't want to demonize everything from China. There are some really good products that come from China, but we also know that there are some bad companies and there's not as much oversight as there ought to be. Well, this grapeseed extract was, I don't know, 20 bucks a, pan, a, a, you know, a kilo. And, uh, and it, that's cheap, super, super cheap. Yeah. Well, the one that Terry chose to use is a grapeseed extract from France. It's a byproduct of the wine industry. So extraordinarily high quality grapes, uh, all standardized to be tannin free, meaning those tannins are those large OPCs so that they're all small. They're all chihuahuas. He pays over $300 a kilo for that. Why on earth would we voluntarily pay $300 a kilo versus $20, $30 a kilo? Mm -hmm. Because you don't get any results. The most expensive product you're ever going to buy is the one that does absolutely nothing for you. And right. so one of the things I respect about Terry as well is the fact that he focuses on the science. He looks not just at what's in the product. How is it absorbed? How is it utilized by the body? Are there any challenges to getting optimal efficacy from the use of this product? He covers all of those bases. And since we have launched a really good quality, 100% absorbable OPC product from Grapeseed, we've actually seen some life come back into the industry. It's become some of our most popular products, and we get frequent testimonials on how how much of a difference they play in people's health. Yeah. And here, and I, I assume that that was the case. I know that you do very well with these products and it's something that I've seen at Vitality as well, that now that we have this grapeseed extract and for what it's worth, it's the only one that I even am willing to carry because frankly, I felt burned by some of the other things that were out there on the market. Um, the feedback and the consistent, uh, return of people coming back saying, Hey, I like this product. I'm going to keep using this product has been really, really great. All right. Well, I would, I think we could dig in even deeper into some of these studies on grapeseed down the road. Maybe we'll have to do another show, but let's talk about Boswellia. Uh, what the heck is it? Where does it come from and why do we need to know about it? Well, there's a tree uh, called the Boswellia tree, and it has about 30 different varieties, and it grows in Northern Africa and across the Middle East and, and into um, Southeast Asia, more of the India area. So there's 30 different varieties of Boswellia. When you, when you take off some of the bark, when you scrape the bark of a Boswellia tree, the tree responds by producing a resin to cover up the scrape. And then when you go back and you harvest that resin, you can create an essential oil from it called frankincense. So mm -hmm. frankincense has been used for millennia. So when you take an essential oil of frankincense, you can use it in topical balms and salves, and it, it's used in incense. It's still used in incense. The Catholic Church still uses frankincense incense for some of its religious ceremonies. So it's used, to, you know, it's used in perfumes. So it's been around for a long time. Frankincense is not a 
science term. It's a folk name. Frank meaning the best or the true incense. So it's the true incense. So mm. frankincense can come from any Boswellia tree. When we look at Ayurveda, which is the, the medical practices of India that have been in place for over a couple of thousands of years and are still in practice today, they used Boswellia somewhat differently. They didn't use it as an essential oil. They used a tree called the Boswellia serrata tree. Again, they do make the resin. They scrape the bark, the resin forms, but then that resin is extracted differently so you get an oral product. So that's why you often hear the oral products called Boswellia versus the topical products called Frank or incense or perfume called frankincense. Uh, but they're, you know, they both have their place and they're both very valuable. So Boswellia is a potent anti-inflammatory herb. It is not the most potent anti-inflammatory herb. That would be curcumin. And we could do five shows on curcumin and inflammation. <laughs> but curcumin is the best broad spectrum anti-inflammatory. It touches every single pathway of inflammation in your body. Boswellia does not. But there is a there's a pathway in your body called the five locks or five lipoxygenase pathway that produces a kind of inflammation that's really hard to touch, very hard to touch. There's no over-the-counter drug that reduces 5-LOX inflammation. There are prescription drugs that reduce 5-LOX inflammation. They're called steroids, and steroids will save your life in the short run, but they will kill you in the long run. You can't stay on high-dose steroids for very long because they have such horrible side effects. So when we find a an herbal compound that is very specific to five locks inflammation. Think of what a gem that is because it yeah. can do what nothing else can do. So the studies on the clinical studies on Boswellia have found that it is highly potent at modulating or reducing the activity of that five locks pathway. You see five locks inflammation. Well, you see it on a lot of joint pain and muscle pain. Uh, you see a combination of different types of inflammation you see high levels of five blocks inflammation and lung inflammation. So if you have asthma, COPD, emphysema, chronic bronchitis, this kind of chronic inflammatory diseases of the lungs, that's a lot of that is five blocks inflammation. And you may know this intuitively because if you have asthma, no doctor ever told you to take ibuprofen and call them in the morning if you have an asthma attack because ibuprofen doesn't touch that kind of inflammation. It goes after COX-1 and COX-2 inflammation. No doctor ever said, take two aspirin and call me in the morning or take two Advil. No, it's not that kind of inflammation. It's a different kind of inflammation entirely. That's why so often in these chronic inflammatory lung diseases, these poor individuals are on and off and on and off of steroids to try to get that inflammation down. Another place where you see a lot of 5-lipoxygenase inflammation is in gut inflammation. Colitis, ulcerative colitis, collagenous colitis, all the different colitises, um, irritable bowel, inflammatory bowel, Crohn's disease. All of these have high levels of 5 locks inflammation. But once again, no doctor ever said, oh, having a bout of colitis, take two ibuprofen and call me in the morning right. because it's not that kind of inflammation. And again, those individuals that struggle with chronic inflammatory issues in the gut, are on and off and on and off and on and off steroids to try to get that inflammation under control. So that's why researchers have been so interested in Boswellia is because it's highly specific to 5-lipoxygenase inflammation, 
which means that it can provide health support for a variety of systems that traditional anti-inflammatories cannot necessarily touch. So we're talking about the lungs. I, let's talk about that for just a minute because mm -hmm. I don't even know if everybody automatically thinks of inflammation when they think of these breathing issues like COPT, COPD and asthma and things like that. We think about, you know, breath restriction and that sort of thing, but maybe we don't realize that it's actually an inflammatory condition that's creating that. Mm -hmm. And and yet, of course, if it's a chronic thing uh, like asthma, uh, you're going to have someone on an inhaler of some sort, you know, with uh, uh, any number of different potential uh, steroids in there uh, that they would use. And unfortunately, in that case, if you've got someone with a chronic condition like that, they're going to be relying on these steroids chronically, right, for an extended period of time and, and oftentimes years and years, which can't possibly be a plus uh, for the body in the long term. So if we recognize that the breathing issue itself is inflammatory in nature, then perhaps looking at it as an inflammatory thing and trying to address it in that way, uh, not that steroids don't address the inflammation, they do, but like you said, finding a thing because there is nothing out there. There is, there's not the over-the-counters and there's not the prescriptions outside of steroids because even things that would be used for chronic inflammation in pharmaceutical, uh, in the pharmaceutical world, such as you know, opiates and things, which have their plenty of their own issues, still won't work for lung issues, right? No. And no. so we really have very, very few avenues that people can take. So then if... Is five locks the only thing that is creating inflammation in that situation, or would it make sense for someone to address it with turmeric as well as Boswellia if they've got a chronic thing like that? Well, you know, the vast majority of inflammation is mo in the lung is moderated by five lipoxygenase pathway. There is some other kinds of inflammation that's ongoing, and you know me, I love curcumin. I love our CuraMed product. I would recommend that to everyone. That's another one of my always used products, either just if for nothing else than, as I said, living to be 99 and still able to tap dance. That's just a super powerful product. Mm -hmm. uh, those two go together so beautifully. So I would not discourage anyone from taking it uh, should they desire. But the, the majority of the inflammation in lung and gut has to do with the 5-lipoxygenase pathway. And you know, when you look at, I, I, this is not a cure, but when you help keep that inflammatory activity lower, you try to keep it closer to normal, then you don't get the, the inflammation in the lungs. And when you have inflammation, let's say you've got inflammation in your ankle, what happens? Your ankle swells. Let's say you, you, twist, your, you twist your knee, what happens? Your knee starts to swell. Well, inflammation causes swelling and you may not be able to see it in your lungs, but you get a little inflammation and it's when you start to have swelling in the lung tissue, it squeezes shut the little places where the oxygen gets into the bloodstream, the little alveoli. Um, there's just a lot of things that even though this is not a cure, and I would never be so cruel as to say, oh, there's a botanical cure for all these chronic problems. But it is certainly a part of the answer to helping to live more comfortably and to support the health of your lungs is to get something on board that keeps that inflammation at bay so that you get better oxygen exchange ongoing. But to make sure that people understand that, too, I want to make sure that it's very clear that you, you said keeping inflammation at bay. You're not taking a capsule of, of Boswellia 
um, as needed uh, for something like this. This would be no. a day in, day out thing if you're dealing with a chronic condition like that. Absolutely. And and you have a few different products that are in the Bosmed family, as you call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bosmed itself is Bosmed 500, but you have one for lung and bronchial issues. You've got one for the gut, which I really want to dig into here in a minute. How do you typically see the best benefits in terms of people using these? Is this a is this a more than once a day? Uh, what kind of dosage uh, do we, what, what type of research do we know in terms of dosage that's going to be an effective dose? Well, it, when you look at lung issues, it's usually at least twice daily, same with gut, because you want to keep it steady state in your body. You want to keep okay. it on board and ongoing. Some people with gut issues choose to use the uh, product three times a day uh, mm-hmm. in accordance to the times that they eat, although you don't have to do it that way. Um, it will work regardless. The difference with the, the lung formula and the gut formula is that we have a couple of other ingredients that are really good at symptoms. So, for example, in our um, product that's um, our Boswellia product that helps to address gut issues, we have a couple of essential oils that also help to alleviate gas, bloating, normalize transit time. These are all good things. I call them now and later. Do you remember back in the olden days, that candy now and later? You got some (laughs) right now, but you still had some for later. The now and laters. Well, that's a now and later. So you get activity from the other ingredients like the peppermint, et cetera, in alleviating some of the symptomology that's uncomfortable, uh, occasional stomach upset, as I said, bloating, gas, those types of things. But then underneath all of it, you are addressing the basic issue, which is the high levels of inflammation. And for that, you're using the Boswellia. So you don't get results from Boswellia in an hour or a day or sometimes even a week, but you keep up with it and you are going to see within a month, you're going to see some definite changes. And it's the same thing with the lung product. It also includes some uh, ingredients along with that underpinning, the heavy lifter, the Boswellia, that help alleviate, you know, like occasional cough or or helping to be, you know, helping to loosen up any phlegm that might be in the lungs that can be getting in the way. So they both have a little bit of extra activity as opposed to a, a single Boswellia product. All right. And um, with the let's let's switch over to the gut then, because I think this is for anybody. And, and, and this is kind of an interesting thing because I've never dealt with asthma. I've never been short of breath like that. I don't even know what that feels like. It sounds incredibly uncomfortable and potentially terrifying, but I've never I can't put myself in those shoes. I don't know that anybody listening hasn't had a real bad instance, whether it be food poisoning or they ate the wrong thing or they ate under stress or they got a stomach bug or whatever that hasn't had that really crampy, painful stuff that happens in the intestinal tract uh, with with gut issues. And of course, there's all kinds of possibilities. We have things like, you know, diverticulitis and, uh, you know, real severe issues with autoimmune things like Crohn's and ulcerative colitis that people deal with. And then the catch-all phrase being IBS for, you know, irritable bowel syndrome and, and irritation in that. But I, I mentioned that because maybe everybody listening has felt really uncomfortable in their gut at some point. And unfortunately, some of us deal with that on more of a ongoing basis. One of the things that I absolutely love, and I was so excited when it's so funny, I'm such a nerd when it comes to this stuff, (laughs) but I got so excited when, when your gut uh, Bosmed formula came out, 
uh, because I thought, okay, this is perfect. We need a product like this because not just of the Bosmed, like we talked about the Boswellia that has the long acting benefits, you know, once you've had it in there for a while, but because of the oils that are in there that calm everything down, you know, kind of right now. And um, I will always remember a client of mine that came in, I'd never, I'd never met her before, but she'd been in the store a couple of times. I just hadn't talked to her and she was really, really struggling with um, significant gut uh, discomfort to the point where every time she ate uh, serious gut pain, uh, she, she described it as crippling. And, and it was really interesting timing the way these things happen. I had just received for the first time uh, an order with your new uh, Bosmed uh, IBS formula. And I was, it, I didn't know how well it was going to work. I'd never had any feedback on it um, before, but I thought, okay, this is going to be something that, you know, that we need to try because she had tried a lot of things. She'd, she'd been doing digestive enzymes. She'd been doing probiotics. Uh, she'd even done peppermint oil capsules and coated peppermint oil capsules and a bunch of other things. And I asked her if she would try it and report back, she'd be the first person, you know, that I'd ever heard back from on it. And she came in, uh, not much. I don't, I don't think it was more than a week later. I can't remember this is years ago now, but maybe it was a week or two later. And I happened to be there and she said, you wouldn't believe how big of an impact this has made for me. It has changed everything. And I remember a few months later, we had run out of the product, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. Not to, and, and it wasn't your fault. Uh, I didn't get it ordered in time, as I recall. Uh, and we had it coming in like two days, but it wasn't there yet. And uh, she came in and, and we didn't have it. And it, it almost was like a look of terror in her eyes uh, oh, no. that she was going to have to be without this stuff. It, that's how big of an impact that it made for her. And I've talked to her many times since she's, as, as far as I know, still using the product and having really good uh, success with it. But my, I bring up that story just because it's such a real world situation and people that deal with gut pain, it is such a incredibly uncomfortable uh, thing. You ever talk to anybody with any of these things, especially if it's chronic, every time somebody comes up, comes in with something like diverticulitis, I just, I feel like I need to give them a hug. You know, it's just mm -hmm. such an uncomfortable thing for people to deal with. So to have something that actually focuses there uh, is an incredible blessing. And again, Boswellia, just so incredibly unique compared to any of the other possible answers that we could offer. I hear you. You know, um, it's also paralyzing. I mean, sometimes people have such explosive issues with their intestinal problems that they can't leave the house or they're afraid to yeah. leave the house. They won't get on an airplane. I mean, there's just so many bad things that come along with that, that I think are, you know, that we can empathize with. Now, I, I don't want any of you out there listening to throw your, your prescription drugs in the trash can and say, Cheryl said, take this instead. <laughs> Because dietary supplements don't replace your, your doctor's oversight, your prescriptions, et cetera. But right. that being said, there's just so much really good legitimate science and anecdotal reports like the story you just told that there are herbs out there that can have a powerful, powerful health benefit with regards to how our intestines function, our levels of comfort, the transit time in our intestines, uh, the, the helping the mucosa to be healthy and strong. There's just so much more we could be doing if we tried to bring these worlds of medicine together. 
Yeah, agreed. And one of the things too that I'll I'll just point out is that um, as we've, uh, I always tell people that herbs, uh, like Boswellia, but there are many others, uh, to a large degree can be symptom relieving uh, in in their functionality, and yet the symptom is always more of a an indication of a, of a root cause that's deeper, that's creating these issues in the first place. So if you're dealing with those types of issues uh, with the gut or even with asthma or things like that, um, there are probably other answers a little bit further below the surface and rebuilding and repairing and strengthening the body, rebuilding and repairing the gut with the right types of of uh, you know probiotics and things like that, avoidance of things that create issues. People with asthma oftentimes struggle with specific foods, dairy being the one that I hear the most, um, and you know inflammatory foods that upset the gut. Avoidance of those things, rebuilding with the good uh, nutrition that we need, but products like Bosmed uh, can be such an incredible benefit uh, at the point of attack, so to speak, when, yeah, when you're experiencing those types of, you know, the gassiness and bloating and discomfort and that kind of thing. Uh, and I've just been so pleased with the response and feedback that we've received with it. And, and it's why I wanted to have you on today was to talk about some of these things that I just haven't touched on that much on the show. I've only done about 2,500 of these shows, Cheryl, but uh, I keep finding new topics to talk about. <laughs> so I guess well, that's I'll keep the beauty of the health, show. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's the beauty of health, the beauty of the body. There's always more to learn and there's always more to talk about. An endless river, it seems. Uh, okay. So we have about three or four more minutes left. Um, let me just ask you on the Boswellia, the Bosmed. So first off, let's let's walk through the different options that people have. We have the original Bosmed, which is 500 milligram uh, per soft gel capsule. And then we have these other formulas we talked about. Can you discuss kind of the, you know, why someone might want to use one versus the other and, and the differences? Sure. If you're trying to support your respiratory system, you'd use Bosmed Respiratory. If you're trying to uh, support your gut, it would be Bosmed Intestinal Bowel Support. For purists that are looking solely for Boswellia, and there are other applications for Boswellia, um, then absolutely they would probably use the standalone Boswellia, which is our highest potency, 500 milligrams. Uh, sometimes integrative practitioner also use the uh, 500 milligrams as part of their protocol when they're weaving together protocol to be highly specific to the needs of their patients. So it's nice that you can have a variety of options. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that joint pain can also have a lot of 5-lipoxygenase activity. And that's why we include that same high-potency Boswellia in our pain products like our Curamin and our Curamin Extra Strength and our Curamed Acute Pain, all of these also do contain that Boswellia because it works so beautifully with curcumin. Between the two of them, they go everywhere and touch everything. And let me ask you a question. I really am, am curious the answer to this because I feel like I read or heard somewhere, but I, I don't know if this is accurate, that five locks also plays a role in, in uh, back pain, vertebral type issues. Is that accurate or is that more it still surely on the can. side? It surely can. Absolutely. Because uh, okay. the vertebrae are joints. We forget that. You know, they're not static. Uh, they're not like your thigh bone that doesn't move around anywhere. It's just, you know, it's not a static bone. These are a series of little tinker toys that flex back and forth. So there's a lot of uh, movement in our spine. And absolutely, when things go wrong, they can have high levels of five blocks inflammation. 
So if someone's Absolutely. getting some decent relief from uh, some of the things that they might be using, uh, hyaluronic acid or uh, glucosamine or, or curamed or turmeric, those types of things, but they're not where they would like to be, then Bosmed would be something that could be potentially added in as, a, sure uh, as an adjunct to see if we can get even better results. Absolutely. All right. Fantastic. Well, we are just about out of time here, Cheryl. As usual, you're a wealth of knowledge. In fact, um, just having this conversation, I feel like we need to have another one uh, soon because <laughs> I've really enjoyed it. And there are so many other cool things that we could talk about. Um, are there any other things that you'd like my listeners to know before we uh, sign off? Yes, absolutely. Um, the Boswellia that we use is called Bos10 Boswellia. Um, that may sound like, you know, marketing, like, you know, like uh, certs with Retson, you know, like it's a made up thing. But uh, in fact, it denotes a kind of Boswellia that has unique standardizations. Also, our Bos10 Boswellia has been used in human published clinical studies. And I think that's, that's important for people to look for because you want to know not just what's in the product, but how it's going to work when it's in your body. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the reasons that I love recommending Terry Naturally uh, and Europharma products, because I always know that there is a big chunk of research behind these ingredients and that uh, you're not just out willy nilly looking for raw materials on the cheap that you can throw into a product. Um, the, it, it goes from the BCM95 and the Curamed, which is my favorite turmeric supplement, to the Bosmed with the Bos10, that's my favorite Boswellia supplement, uh, and to the OPCs, the clinical OPCs with the French grapeseed, which is my favorite OPC product. So uh, you've, your company's done such a fantastic job of delivering you know, really useful products with actual human studies that back up their effectiveness. And I greatly appreciate that. And I know oh, many, many, many you. of my customers so do as well. So thank Cheryl you. Myers uh, with Terry Naturally and Europharma. It's been a pleasure. Let's see if we can get you on much sooner this next time. All right. Thanks so much. Take care. Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show and uh, just let you know that, as usual, if you will just give us a call, if you have any questions, we'd be happy to answer those at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. You can jump on our website. We actually have a pretty cool chat feature if you want to talk to me or my son, uh, Bridger. Sometimes Jessica even jumps in there and answers questions. One of us is trying to be there as often as possible if you have questions about the things you see at vitalitynutrition.com. And of course, if you're anywhere near Bountiful, Utah, we'd love to have you peek right inside our door. We're celebrating our 46th year. Uh, we're just about there in August. It's crazy to believe that my parents started that place when I was just five years old. And uh, we are still alive and kicking uh, in part because we have amazing things that we know how to uh, make ourselves feel good and get the energy and talk about these things and educate on these things. And I would be remiss if I didn't thank you for listening to this show. It is always kind of amazing to me that people intentionally tune in to listen to my voice talk about these things. And I greatly appreciate it. And then I have to announce just one more really quick thing, just so you know. I just found out I'm going to be a grandpa for the first time coming right up. And I cannot tell you how excited I am. My son Bridger and his sweetheart are pregnant and expecting. And I just announced it to, I don't know, a few thousand people. And I appreciate uh, you listening to me on that because I'm excited. It's supposed to happen around Thanksgiving. So there you go. 
as always, I appreciate you very, very much for listening to me. My name is Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.